everyone. Welcome back to another episode of For the Moms. We are your hosts. I'm Jessie. And I'm Ashley. And on today's episode, we figured that we would just do a little Q&A since we've had some growth. So we picked out of a, a huge hat because these questions have been asked to us in the past, what, three months? Mm-hmm. So we picked some of the ones that we wanted to answer today. I guess we'll just reintroduce ourselves to you guys. Okay, so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Jessie. <laughs> for those of you that are new here. Yep, my name is Jessie. I'm 27. I have two kids. Uh, Camden is eight and Malachi will be three in May. Uh, I'm married to Motti. He'll be 30 this year. Mm, he's catching up to me. He's going to be in the club with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been married going on five years. We met in January of 2019, and we got married six months later, which is wild. Mm-hmm. That should be a whole episode in itself of crazy things that we did. That's a good story. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, what else? What else about myself? If you didn't catch the age, I'm 27, and I have an eight-year-old. I, I was pregnant at 18, which was, wow, that was a lot. But it made me who I am today, so I love that. <laughs> I'm a stay-at-home mom, but... What am I? I always struggle with this. I stay at home with my kids, but I also work from home remotely part time. You're a stay at home working mom. I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I love I love being at home with my babies and I never want to go back to work full time Mm -mm. unless it's for the podcast uh, because it's on our own terms, you know, so it's a lot different than going back and working a nine to five. That's not something that I want for my life ever again. No. In in my vision, I couldn't see me pursuing a career and going full force in it and being the best mom that I could be. I, I couldn't do both. I was having a hard time juggling both. And maybe I'm just not a good juggler. I can fully attest that I am not. Now, I can juggle a million things at my house. Yeah. And like kid stuff, Mm -hmm. but working and having to be fully present and give like full commitment to a job and then come home and be fully present and give full commitment at Mm -hmm. home is not something that I wanted to do. I know some people that crush it in that area. Yeah. And who want to do that. And, you know, kudos to you. But I can't, I just, for me, I'm not good at it. Mm -mm. I was ill. I was mad. I was grouchy Mm -hmm. and so tired i'm still tired as a stay-at-home mom but is it different tired yeah uh what else malachi is he was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder there's three levels he was diagnosed with level two uh so that puts a lot on my plate too Mm -hmm. Uh, because we have therapies and stuff like that um and it is a lot but it is still great i love everything about my life and I don't know anything else other than podcasting and being a mom. Mm-mm. That's pretty much it. For those of you that don't know and who haven't listened to the episodes beforehand, uh, Jesse and I are stepsisters. So I think that's a fun fact because mm-hmm. some people may not know that we're sisters. Um, so I'm Ashley. I am 30, flirty, and thriving. <laughs> <laughs> I turned 30 this year. no. I turned 31 this year. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sounds serious. (laughs) I I am married. Brandon and I have been together for 10 years. This will be our 11th year together. 
But we've been married three years. <laughs> Took us a while to get there. Um, we have two children together, Aiden, who is nine, and Aniston, who in just a month from today will be two. So we have a large age gap in between them, but honestly, it's such a blessing, and Aiden is a huge, huge help. You have a big age gap, too. Don't mm. you think it's nice? <laughs> Eight and three. It is nice. It has its ups and downs. There's times mm-hmm. where I wish that they were closer in age, but... Mm. No, I agree. I was telling um, my husband not too long ago, I was like, I kind of wish there was one in between. Mm-hmm. Me too. But we were not in a season to have more kids at the time, so it just worked out the way God intended it to, so I'm not mad about it. And Aiden is an extremely big help to me when it comes to a sister, So, and they have a great bond, so I'm very thankful for that. Motherhood is my entire life. It's pretty much my entire personality. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I'm not good at anything else <laughs> besides being a, a mom and a wife. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, I became a stay-at-home mom when I had Aniston two years ago, and I told Brandon, too bad I'll never go back to work. This is it. <laughs> the, you've you've done this, and we're going to just keep it like this. Uh-huh. So make that money, honey. <laughs> that's, yep. what, that's what I tell them every day. Go ahead. But yeah, that's why I really was excited to start this podcast with Jesse because being a mom is pretty much all I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, all I want to do. I've always planned to be a mom and to have a family and to be married. I kind of like the fact that it's all I'm about. Some people don't want it to be the, like their entire personality or what they're all about. But in this season where I'm at, motherhood, being with my kids, being at home, being a wife, I'm happy to just be that. I'd have to agree. And the podcast works because that's all we talk about anyway. Yeah, it's it's our whole life. I don't really know anything else. Yeah. I'm not very good at anything else. I know that sounds a little silly, but like I'm not an overly athletic. Well, shoot. I'm not a very athletic person. I can throw a football. I can hit a baseball, but I never played sports like that in high school. I'm not very artistic, even though I like to color. Same. I cannot. I can't. My, my handwriting is trash. <laughs> I can't sing. Um, I think I can dance, but really I can't. Aiden says I cannot. And I'm just, I'm learning how to cook. So really my entire life is being a mom and that's what I'm good at. I love that. But anywho, I think we could talk so much about what we have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Me and Jesse could talk for hours upon hours upon hours and just bore you with a bunch of stuff that we have going on. About ourselves. (laughs) We'll just get into the get into the questions. The first question is, what's a fun fact about you that would surprise your listeners? Do you have yours? I think so. Okay, so mine's just like super weird and random. Um, Okay. So every night when I go to sleep, I have to sleep with my feet outside of the covers. See, I think mine have to be in the covers. Mm-mm. I don't want a monster to grab them. But you know what's even crazier is um, my uncle's that way. My grandma's that way. We all sleep with our feet 
outside of the like covers. Like hanging off the bed? Not hanging off okay. the bed. Okay, that gives me anxiety. No, not hanging off the bed. You cover up and then you stick your feet out. So other than me and some of my family members, I've never met anybody else that does that. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure tons of people are out there that does that. But that's just something that's a fun fact about me. Is I'm I, like sitting here trying to think of how I sleep, <laughs> but my feet are under the covers. Yeah, I physically can't. Why? Does it give you anxiety to have your feet, like any time you're under a blanket, your feet have to be out or just when you go to bed? You know, when I'm laying with a blanket, normally I'm okay. Sometimes I'll take them out. But at night when I go to bed, they cannot be under a comforter. Do your feet not get cold? Yeah, but it's, I like it. So can't have my feet covered. (laughs) Okay, so I have one. Okay. It was either in 2010 or 2011. I can't remember the dates. This was a long time ago. I was in a Super Bowl commercial. I remember that. Mm -hmm. It The commercial was a BMW commercial because we have a BMW plant in our area. And I worked at the time on the weekends for my stepdad's and his family's little breakfast cafe. Now, I had to get up, be at this place at 5 o'clock in the morning. So, like, I did not, like, look cute going to waitress here, right? Like, I looked pretty ratchet. And I remember... One day in walks these like nice looking men and they asked if they could use the diner as a part of the BMW commercial because it was about the town kind of because a football team in our town was also in it. And then I got to be in it. I remember that. Now, the clip that I'm in, you would never be able to tell that it's me. Like, I had to slow it down and pause it um, because it's literally like a second of of the section of the commercial. But I was in it, and I got paid for it. There's a part of that commercial also where there is coffee being poured. That's me pouring that coffee. That's why I was – in my head, I was thinking – because I was at my mom's house, and we were – watching the Super Bowl and I I believe Michael kept saying like we got to wait for this commercial because Ashley's in it and I remember something about your hand that it was your hand or something I was it so that's my hand pouring the coffee and then there's a diner part of the commercial and I'm a waitress in the diner portion of it oh that's awesome I know it was a really neat process to see how it all works because I poured that coffee for that commercial like 17 times and like they are so particular about things and like I think there's a there's also a scene where an alarm clock goes off but it like kind of looks like it's in a bedroom but it was really done in the back of the diner there was like a trailer with like hair and makeup me and the other girl that was a waitress with me we came in our hair and makeup and they were like no because like the glitter in our eyeshadow they were like that will reflect and that can't happen so we had to take our makeup off and they had to redo they had to redo it that's pretty cool that you got to do that yeah it was a really cool experience that is a fun fact that you were in a commercial Mm -hmm. and i sleep with my feet outside (laughs) (laughs) okay so the second question was how do you balance work family and podcasting um, Do you want the honest answer? <laughs> so we podcast when our children go to bed. Yes. We have tried multiple avenues of when to record the podcast. 
None of them have worked. It has all had to be after our children go to bed. So we always record between like nine and midnight. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. We normally chat about an hour before. Mm -hmm. And then we record and then we chat a little bit after. And then we go to bed. We're zombies. Mm -hmm. So we literally get it in when we can. Pretty much. As far as balancing work and family, luckily I don't have to balance a work work. I don't have to balance a job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I'll hand that straight on over to my husband. But I try to balance family. I don't know. It's easy for me to balance family just because that's who I'm with all day, every day. I don't think I feel like I have to balance hanging out with you or Amber. Like we just kind of make it work. Yeah, we do. And plus, our hobby is done when everyone else goes to bed. So that kind of makes it easier. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm given an honest answer with balance and work and podcasting, because let me say, my family comes first. So, mm-hmm. you know, that is what it is. Um, honestly, I don't I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> now, I will say, like, I, Jesse edits our podcast. I do not. I just get on here and talk. To you guys and make some like cute Instagram stuff here and there. There, What was it a few weeks ago? You stayed up till like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's, if if it would have been up to me, like we just wouldn't have <laughs> an episode out Wednesday. So y'all just be really thankful for Jessie and her insomnia. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from me staying up like long hours for this, uh, I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. I have I'm struggling with sleep, but I don't know. I mean, I just love doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I could fit it in better. Uh, but a lot of times the only time that I have is when I sleep. <laughs> so it's either sleep or work on this. And and I'm the complete opposite of you <laughs> right now, because when my head hits the pillow, I'm done. I love that for you. I'm, I'm I don't. so sorry. <laughs> I'm so I'm not trying to rub that in your face by any means. It's just in this season of life right now. I've I'm so tired at the end of the day. I don't know how you're not. I am. That's the thing. It's wild to me that when people tell me that when they lay in their comfortable bed that they cannot go to sleep. That blows my mind. Well, you know what? I I I'm, I really hope you don't have to experience it. <laughs> But I don't balance it. I mean, I do the best that I can, but, you know, family comes first always. Mm -hmm. And then I just, the free time that I have is when I choose to do the podcasting. Uh, So it's kind of one of those things, you know, how you see those motivational videos where they're like, you know, you can sleep when you're dead or, (laughs) um, you know, you can run off of a few hours of sleep, do what you love, work hard for what you want. And I guess that's the season that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I really do like it because of the result that we get. Right. You know, we have grown a lot. But um, like I said before, I'm not really good at juggling. So I think you do a great job. It's just a whole thank you. It's a whole balancing act between aside from podcasting, like working and family and ju- or just family by itself. Mm-hmm. That's a whole thing in itself. Mm-hmm. So just do the best you can. I do the best that I can. Now, there are some days where I'm just like, how am I going to fit all of this in one day? 
and you just fit what you can in one day and then yeah. you just move on. Yep. I used to have I used to like overdo it and try to put too much in one day and then get mad at myself for not finishing what I should have or what I thought I should have. And then I was like, there's no point in that. There's no point in that much stress when you can you can push stuff off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and not overload yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be lighter these days, okay? Yeah, because you have the next day. Well, I'm not going to say hope. that because you don't, <laughs> don't know. You well, might. I'm just saying if the laundry doesn't get done today and I die tomorrow, oh well. I know. <laughs> Her and that damn laundry. <laughs> so this is a, this is a hard question. Mm-hmm. What is your proudest parenting moment? I feel like there's so many things that I'm proud of just on a daily basis. You know, um, my mom had her 50th birthday party this this past weekend. So happy birthday, Mama. Um, her party was amazing. And I was just looking at Aiden because it was a kid-free party, but the big kids got to go. So he was really excited. And he'll be 10 this year. And I've just noticed like a really big change in him over the past few months. And it's been a really positive change. And he's just like growing and maturing. And I got so teary-eyed at the party because I was just watching him. I was watching him mingle with his grandparents and his dad. And then at the end of the night, um, he was being so helpful and cleaning up and just so respectful. He just looks so grown these days. Mm-hmm. Like I could cry about it right now. So I think probably just like a proud moment is just in each stage how you watch them grow and become their own person. And even though it's kind of sad that they like grow up, I just loved watching him like be a young boy. Like he's not a baby anymore. He's not a toddler anymore. He's like a grown. He's like a grown up. Like a little grown man. We're almost in our preteens, which is so scary to me. But like he was just, he was just floating around doing his own thing and being his own own little person. And I was like, wow, we've really gotten him here, mm-hmm. and he's doing such a good job. So I just think every stage has a really proud moment. Just watching them grow and become their own, have their person. own personality and their own person. And when it's a good person, oh, pats on the back to oh, me I know. and Brandon, you know? When you set down your toolbox and you're like, these are the tools that I'm giving you. And then you see them with their own toolbox, you know, and they're taking like what you've taught them and what they've learned. And it's like their whole personality. And just seeing them do something so small as like, brush their own hair, brush their teeth, talk to people, mingle around and have conversations, order their own food. I know. You know, or Camden telling the lady at the salon how he wants his hair cut. So we had this, it's called a 360 camera booth. And at the end of the night, he walks up to this guy and he said, thank you so much for bringing this booth. And you did such a good job. And I was just like... Wow. That's so sweet. Proud mom moment. Pat's on the back to me. Uh Uh-huh. He's not a baby. He's not a baby anymore. No, he's not. He's a little grown man. And just knowing that he's like growing into, well, he's always been a good person, but growing into like a good boy, a good, well-behaved, well-mannered boy, props to me Mm -hmm. and Brandon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that. That's a proud moment. I would have to agree that there's so many 
different proud moments that you have of your kids. Mm -hmm. I would say the proudest moment that I have of Camden is when he told me how he felt, like his emotions. Mm -hmm. There was a day where he was so frustrated. And I know that I mentioned it before where I say that there's there's times where me and Camden get agitated with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody does it. You just get frustrated. You might bicker back and forth or whatever. And he stuck his little hand on his forehead Mm -hmm. and he sighed the biggest sigh. And I was like, Camden, what is wrong with you? Like, what is going on? And he was like, I'm just frustrated and I just need a minute. You know, like I constantly say to Camden all the time, you can have your emotions. That's completely fine. Like, Mm -hmm. tell me how you feel because I want him to know that he can tell me, like he doesn't have to hide how he feels. And when he told me that, when he said, I'm frustrated, I just need a minute, I was like, wait a second, who am I talking to? He's not throwing a tantrum. He's actually showing, telling you how yes. he's feeling and that he just needs a second to decompress. Yes. And I was like, you you got it. Like you freaking got it that it is more important for you to tell someone how you feel than to bottle it up and react when you can't control it anymore mm-hmm. or you don't feel comfortable enough to say how you feel in a situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so proud of this moment because it's about him understanding that in the moment of him being upset, he could voice how he feels. And that's all I ever wanted. Like, that's that's what I wanted for him. I want mm-hmm. him to understand that. I never want him to think that he can't express himself. That's really sweet. Yeah. So I would say right now that that, it, that was a proud parent moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. So number four, what's a parenting challenge you face and how did you overcome it? I'm going to give a different answer than I think what anyone would expect. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like as far as my children, I have ever had like a huge hurdle to overcome. I don't feel like with with them so far, knock on wood, I I haven't had like a big hurdle to overcome with my children. It's been with my husband. I've talked very openly in other episodes about how when my husband and I first started dating, we were only together three months, and then I found out I was pregnant with Aiden. And our get-to-know-you phase was also preparing for an infant, for a new baby. So it was really difficult. And I think the biggest challenge in parenting was just getting over obstacles that we needed to overcome. It's always been my husband, myself, and a baby. We never got to have like the honeymoon phase of moving in together and, you know, starting a fresh life together. It's always been making sure we were working and providing and taking care of our son, which is fine. That's what we both wanted to do. But that came with a lot of parenting challenges. I feel like we were stuck in like a roommate phase of our relationship for a long time. And I and like I said, I've talked about that in previous episodes before. Um, how do you overcome that, though? I think we overcame that because we had a common ground of what we wanted our family to look like. Our commitment to each other was stronger than like the challenges we were going through at the time. 
And like we have a lot of common ground when it comes to like our beliefs and where we see our family and our future. And I don't know, we just had to, we just had a lot to work out and a lot of conversations. Some of them were loud. (laughs) Um, Some of them were full of tears. Some of them were full of like accomplishing things. And then one day it just kind of clicked. We stopped comparing like what each other was doing and realized like we're on the same team, you know, Um, and we need to stop trying to like you do this, you do this and I do this, I do this. We stopped keeping the tally marks and just lots of prayer Lots of talks. Mm-hmm. Lots of prayer. <laughs> Talking does a lot. Communication is definitely key. That's a weird answer for that question, but that's the first thing that like popped in my mind. Well, it affects your parenting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say my parenting challenge would have to be the bullying incident that we dealt with a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. That was a struggle, and I didn't really know what direction to go in. You guys dealt with a lot in that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Like one of the stories you told me about that situation floored me. It was a whole mess. But when it happened, when it happened to us, it like crept up on me. I just what's the word that I'm looking for? I was so like shocked by it. Blindsided by it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> because when you think of a bullying situation, you know you see it in stories or you see it in the movies and you just re- You know that it can happen to you, but you don't think that it would, you know, Mm -hmm. at this age. Because what, Camden's eight? He Mm -hmm. was... Six. Yeah. He was six years old. But what I realized was there's a difference between advocating for your child and then acting out of your emotions. And I noticed that during the situation... There was not much that I could do other than take Camden out of the situation. And that was all that I could do. I couldn't do anything else. And I wanted to do more. <laughs> if you know Jessie, she would want, she wanted to rumble. Yes. <laughs> now I'm really good at being a mom. I will say that. And I'm really good at stomping some ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the name of being a mother. Yes. So uh, in that situation, There was nothing I could do other than take Camden out of it. So I had a choice. And when you are in your emotions at like you're at the tip of the iceberg, okay? And you have to simply just walk away because that's what's best for your child. And you have to worry about him. And you have to worry about like dealing with what they just went through. Um, or you act out of your emotions. And and so I guess that's what I'm saying is how I overcame it was I walked away from it and I left it where it was. There were no consequences for the child that bullied my child. No consequences at all. Mm-hmm. At all. I want to say that eight more times. At all. Um, so I felt like I was stronger dealing with Camden and and helping him and being the best mom that I could be in the moment and just deal with his emotions and the way that he felt about it versus stomping some ass. Because the Jesse in high school would have absolutely stomped some ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will say if this, if I was 18, because I was pregnant at 18, and I fully understand that I was an idiot at 18. You know, like I was young and I was dumb and I didn't know what I was doing. 
Uh, but I knew that I had to figure it out. Like I had to figure it out. And if that would have happened then, I can't say that I would have walked away and done what I needed to do as a parent for my child. And so that's how I overcame it. I'm not saying that it doesn't, it affects me all the time. And it happened two years ago and it still affects Camden to this day. I was traumatizing for him. Mm -hmm. He'll never forget that. As far as like the way that I feel about it and the way that it makes me feel when it comes back up, that I have not overcame. I haven't been able to push that down and have different thoughts about it. But as far as the challenge goes of of what I needed to do, I did overcome that. Yeah. So. No, I'm very proud of you for 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 walking away because that's hard when you're when your children are going through something and you just have to take them out and then take the L. You know. Hmm. Well, it's in that moment you think that that's what's best, Mm -hmm. but you're so angry because there were no consequences for the child. Well, that's what I mean by taking the L. Like, yeah, you just had to walk away and there nothing be done. No punishment for the child that hurt your child. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by taking the L. I'm not saying that you took the L by walking away. That's what you should have done. But by walking away, there was no consequences for the child that was an asshole to yours. Oh, yeah. And I feel so sorry for the parents. (laughs) Like, so sorry for the parents. Um, And I'll pray for the kid. Yeah. And the parents. Um, But, yeah. It's really hard when – because you think that's what's best. You think that you're doing what's best for the child. But in that situation, that's not what was best. Mm -hmm. I could have kept going and I could have – just kept on and kept on and kept on and felt and and I could have kept saying like I'm advocating for my child but in the situation that's not what I was doing I was fully acting out on my emotions yeah well that's not well Camden didn't want you to continue on he just wanted to be done with it all together yeah he needed me to he just needed me and he needed he needed to be out of the situation and so I had to walk away from it Mm -hmm. which in the long run I'm glad that I did I do still wish there were consequences but it's okay it's okay. Okay. Um, one of the last questions is, what is your favorite topic to chat about on the podcast? My favorite episodes have been where we just freaking wing it mm-hmm. and we just chat because I feel like that's where we have been the absolute funniest. We've had some good episodes that were planned out, but we've had some banging episodes that were absolutely hilarious. Mm -hmm. My favorite ones are when we ask questions to you guys and then uh, you send us like your responses and we talk about them. Oh yeah, those are really fun. Those are the bomb.com. We'll have to do another one coming up. I mean, obviously we like talking about moms, but I think we also like I really like talking about like the nitty gritty stuff that Mm -hmm. is just so out there. We wing it. We're talking about things that have that have went on in our weeks or whatever. And then it just turns into something magnificent. And that you guys can relate to. Yes. That it's just like relatable stuff. It's not this scripted episode. Mm -hmm. Like it's real stuff that comes off the top of the head. Yeah. Those are the best ones. I'm glad you guys can relate to our um, disasters. Yeah. In motherhood. It makes you feel better, but it makes us feel better, too. Talking about it. When you say, oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, gosh, thank goodness. Thank God. I'm not the only psycho. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, gosh. 
So yeah, we are going to hang it up there, you guys. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. Um, head on over to our Instagram. It's at For The Moms Pod. That is at For The Moms Pod. And come hang out with us over there. We do want to do another Q&A like we were just talking about. So just be on the lookout for questions for you guys to answer. Yeah. So that's it. We're out. We love you guys. We'll see you next Wednesday. And always remember, we are for the moms. moms.